Towns by the East End Auto Spa year-round, and some are clients raving about the immaculate job the East End Auto Spa firms on their vehicle. East End Auto Spa, 401 Montauk Highway, West Hampton Beach. Plenty of great reaction. Incredible. Steve, the owner, cares more about his car, uh, rather your car than his, I should say. Lots of passion, lots of detail. Hand wash, full detail, ceramic coatings, East End Auto Spa does it all. Mr. Robert DePiro, sir, how are you? Jay, good morning. Uh, I hope you have your uh, plans to just, I guess, uh, watch any uh, random neighbor's fireworks this weekend. As just about every organized 4th of July uh, event with fireworks at 9 o'clock when dusk hits has been canceled. There is one, actually, though, that will be going on somewhere near east of the Shinnecock Inlet. So if you can get your way to Southampton, perhaps even the eastern part of Dune Road, Hampton Bays, it's a Southampton organization. I was surprised, but it is over the ocean. You know, it's not going to be people standing, congregating on main streets. Um, so that is the only East End fireworks show that I'm aware of. That yeah, will be, be low key. Um, I think, be low key, low key indeed, low key indeed. It's going to be for me. All right, let's get into a couple of things. Uh, let's get into the superintendent of Rivet Schools, really Enriquez, uh, resigning. Uh, I guess voter rejection of the budget, austerity uh, one uh, in place, uh, irreconcilable differences. What does that mean? I mean, listen, I know she's been under the scope a long time. Remember the Charles Reagan incident, uh, uh-huh. the, that whole thing with the sexual harassment and everything going on here. This was under her watch. Um, what 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 was the overall cause? Uh, of her resignation, was it just pressure, not being able to get things done, too much scrutinization upon her? What's the, what's the uh, deal with her? Jay, I think it was too many budgets, um, too much of a money shortfall. Um, almost everywhere she turned, uh, you had that bond uh, um, vote that was put back in February. That was a uh, shot down. Um, then you had this $147 million budget for the 2020, you know, the upcoming 2020-21 school year, that was shot down overwhelmingly. And I I think the fact that both of those votes of the voters in the district, the word overwhelming, I think, pretty much overwhelmed her. And I could really see the expression on her face. You could see it way back in January when that state aid situation came in, if you remember, there were a few Long Island districts that were saying that the ratio that the state doles out is unfair. Riverhead uh, had seen like a lot of uh, additional influx of students that have come into that district definitely you know, over the past 10 years. Um, at the time, uh, Superintendent Enriquez explained to me, you, know, you have a lot of migrant workers that are coming up and they work you know, out east on all the, uh, the farms, I'd say on the North Fork, but they all live in Riverhead. Um, so I think it was just a whole matter of her looking ahead and going, well, these aren't even small vote losses. We got, this is, this is years away from me being able to enact programs that I would like or the direction. 
so, you know, and she did a good job in the, I think, the, the four years she was here. She recently, only last year, got an extension. The board granted her an extension um, on her term, and that was after unanimously hiring her. I think she, she came out of the Brentwood School District. Well, they've had issues. Uh, three districts did not pass uh, their school budget, and Riverhead was one of them. And that is, uh, you know, that's a big problem there. Um, listen, a lot of problems on Riverhead. There's a lot of problems on the Riverhead District. So uh, let's see if they can get somebody in place and maybe kind of turn it around here. But uh, we'll and, see here. Let's hit. Yeah, and they're in austerity right now until they can figure out a budget and pass one. Go ahead. Question. Let's head to the protesters uh, heading to Mr. Bloomberg's home during the week, huh? demanding uh, that he and others pay their fair share of taxes. Pitchforks, I understand, were part of that protest. Yeah, it's uh, these protests. Apparently, the venom is uh, apparently not just directed, you know, towards uh, Republicans because you had a recent candidate that was running for president of the United States, and that would be uh, Michael Bloomberg. So, yeah, the protests uh, showed up, uh, you know, outside, you know, um, I think Bloomberg has that place in Southampton, and they also went to other CEOs, and really the the anger was, for the most part, uh, just railing at the wealthy. So anyone who was a CEO... Anyone that was based in Manhattan, I think you have the also, they also went to the owner of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he has a house uh, out in Southampton, the uh, New York State uh, developer. So they went to um, at least three. They did not just go to Michael Bloomberg's house and then move on from there. Uh, and again, the, the complaint is that the protesters, they want the billionaires to help people in, in need. Um, yeah, you had like you know plastic pitchforks. Um, so uh, the group did include Shinnecock Indian Nation members, understandably. Um, I think one other Long Island group would be Poor People's Campaign Long Island. There were a few other groups, but um, the group cited Forbes figures. This is according to Newsday that state estimate estimate that billionaires in New York State have a collective net worth increase by $44.9 billion just from March 18th to May 15th alone, Jay. Mm-hmm. So, right. And um, they were referring to Bloomberg as a, quote, looter. In their statement, uh, let's see. Uh, listen, people are not happy right now in general. So uh, they got to take out some frustrations here. They see what's going on. Phase four now is supposed to start next week. Now, listen, malls are still up in the air. Um, you also have gyms. I tell you, the, the small business gym, those are the guys that are suffering big time right now. Uh, they've been uh, a lot of scrutiny placed on them. Um, not going to happen in many a case. And then you have the movie theaters, which you know, which we know about. What's the feel uh, out there as far as Phase 4 is concerned? No one has really mentioned uh, Stage 4. I, I guess, uh, um, you know, they always... When it was, you know, anticipating stage one, stage two, stage three, what I've noticed is it's almost like everyone is now relieved that, hey, we can, we can live with this, uh, you know, out here, uh, out on the East End. But, uh, by the way, the numbers are so microscopic 
there almost is no coronavirus, uh, and not only in Suffolk County. I think what they had, what like it's like tested one percent, but it's even I think at like zero point eight nine uh, on the in Suffolk County, even less on the East End. Now, unfortunately, yes, you did bring up those that have fallen through the cracks at the gyms. There's still no opening date set on them with phase four. Movie theaters, performing arts centers, uh, they still are waiting to hear some kind of guidelines. Uh, these shows have all been postponed. Any performing arts center that had, you know, indoor, say, Suffolk Theater, West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, Guildhall, Bay Street, Gateway. Gateway moved their shows, their, their plays, until next year, and any of these shows will not be happening at least, I guess, until September, and even then that's doubtful. West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center did come up with an innovative uh, concept to do a drive-in concert on Main Street, West Hampton Beach, on the Great Lawn. That'll be on the 25th with Southside Johnny and the Asbury Duke. He recently did a similar drive-in concert, I think, where uh, there were 600 people all stayed in their vehicles and the event sold out. So that is at least uh, something to look forward to in the way of real live uh, entertainment with an actual, uh, you know, an actual charted singer. Yeah, uh, Rob DePiro, East End Report. All right, let's get to the ballot box. Uh, Mike LePetri, um basically uh, stated, uh, that's it for me, suspending his campaign. Uh, and it, it appeared uh, quite apparent that uh, Garbarino was going to win anyway with the mail-in stuff and everything else. Um, in that CD, too, Jackie Gordon will, will take it uh, without question, not official yet, but she will take the Democratic side of things, CD, too. What about... What about CD1? I hear it's real close. I hear even Goroff has had a surge, but that's what I'm hearing. I don't know. Um, What what have you heard, if anything? We know the the, the counting started on on Wednesday of this week. Uh, It's probably going to last a couple of weeks here. If anything, what do you hear CD1? Uh, Really, just what you had just mentioned, uh, the main... Uh, crux of this is that the write-in ballots, not the write-in ballots, but the you know the mail-in ballots, which were massive this time, because of you know if you didn't want to go to a polling place because of COVID, that will be the determining factor. Gershon still leads Perry Gershon, who is ran two years ago and came real close to uh, to beating out uh, Lee Zeldin for CD one. He still leads. Laura Ahern still leads. Um, and the Board of Elections Commissioner, Anita Katz, uh, really says it's going to be at least two weeks to take us to count everything to declare a winner. So right now you have um, Gershon in the lead, Ahern in the lead. I think, I think Laura Ahern has a, a notable lead. Perry Gershon is in a little bit of a dogfight. I still think that when the dust settles, Gershon and Ahern will be the two that emerge. Now, I have a feeling also, Gershon, uh, 164, uh, Voli, remember, going into the uh, Melons. Uh, and uh, Ahern had uh, 220 or 240. I'm thinking 240 for some reason here, as far as her lead over uh, Ms. Cartwright there, uh, Valerie Cartwright, Brookhaven Town Councilwoman. So we'll see uh, We'll see what ensues in the next couple of weeks. I happen to agree with you. 
as far as uh, the outcome on that. Uh, what else do we have to know, sir, as far well, as uh, um, reports? We talked about really a couple of minutes ago about the, the fact that there is not a bad situation here as far as COVID. And uh, according to the Southampton Press, they released the numbers from Stony Brook Southampton Hospital regarding their Southampton Hospital um, site. Since June 21, Jay, newly admitted patients, zero. Total coronavirus patients in its Southampton facility as of today, two. Both have been in the hospital for a few weeks. So basically, um, you know, we unfortunately heard about the Long Island Ducks. Uh, County Executive Steve Ballone did not get the okay, which is kind of a shame because it's an open-air stadium. Only allowing 25% in, that seemed like a no-brainer. When I know I told you that last week that the season was going to resume, I didn't expect this to, to be shot down. But I, I guess they're looking at maybe, who knows, maybe there's fans that come from some city that may have COVID, um, you know. But the whole thing is about masks, which you've mentioned. Sag Harbor Village putting out a huge promotional campaign, even going to be putting a, a huge flyover banner over its municipal building this weekend. The, the village mayor is stressing, wear masks. So the village really putting out a uh, in-your-face uh, campaign. Unfortunately, uh, 27 uh, uh, East just uh, mentions as far as events we talked about. Harbor Fest, which is the second week of um, September. So now we're after Labor Day. Um, canceled. That's that big annual whaling and maritime history event that spans two days the second weekend in September. So this is how far out your events are. Of course, we're already into July. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, that is, uh, where it is at right now. So, uh, that's about it, I guess. So we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully everybody, and you know, listen, the numbers are very low out there. I think they're, they're low because people have been listening, uh, masks to be worn when uh, you're gathered and, uh, and let's not get crazy at these, uh, at these bars and everything else. So I think the Jake. messaging has gone out there properly. Yeah. One last, uh, story, the Coast Guard is going to set up what police set up on when you pull off an off-ramp. You could be driving on Sunrise Highway. All of a sudden, you'll have to pull over, even an off-ramp. Uh, they're going to be doing sobriety checkpoints, but on the water. There's already been a huge number of fatalities in the Northeast. The Coast Guard already says there's been a 400% increase in boating-related fatalities so far this year. Um, and really, um, what they're mentioning is the fact that um, drinking, a lot of these incidents, you had a lot of incidents in the East End last year, North Fork, South Fork, uh, almost all of them had alcohol in it. Um, and they said this is, uh, you know, a Fourth of July holiday, quote, known for drinking, boating, and deadly accidents. And this statement comes from Chief Warrant Officer Greg Pescuna. Be so careful if you're on the water, question. be prepared yeah. for a checkpoint at any point. Yeah, got to be careful out there. Let's not get stupid. That's the biggest thing. One thing regarding the Ducks, you know, all the minor leagues were canceled. So you kind of saw it coming as far as uh, uh, the teams were concerned in the Atlantic Baseball League there. So in essence, could, listen, could they have gotten it done? Yeah. Could they have done it safely? Yes, of course. But I think uh, they would have. You know, the minor leagues got swept under. So what are you going to do here? Uh, so, the other thing was, you know, just one note. And I know you're, you know, you're a big basketball guy, sports guy, hockey, and all that stuff. You know, I, I'll tell you, 
I'm not getting a good feeling regarding the NBA now. I'm really not. Uh, Clippers had to shut down their facility yesterday. Nuggets, Nets, we know what's going on there. Nine out of, now listen, nine out of three, 40, whatever the heck it is, testing positive. I, I think, you know, you got a couple of big-name players that test positive for COVID. I think that's it. Uh, I think Silver will absolutely wait till next year. Uh, I'm still waiting. Question. I'm still wrong. waiting for the NFL to it. announce it's pushing back its season. Uh, I can't be, imagine that starts on, uh, what is it, Thursday night, September 10th. Uh, I would bet my bottom dollar that it gets at least a two-week delay. It's, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of question marks here. And, and, of course, you know, we said this all along, getting to the starting gate was going to be the hardest thing for these sports to return because it's about – being COVID-free. And quite frankly, we're seeing a lot of things pop up in the NBA. The NHL has already had, what, 11 or so? Testing positive. Baseball people have opted out already. Who knows? And by and, the way, baseball, they, they report, uh, most of the guys will report tomorrow. Or, or they're in camp now, but they'll the workouts officially start this weekend. So we'll see how that now, goes. Here. Jay, I read in one of the... Uh, Papers, one of the New York papers, I think it was the Poster Daily News, Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, he's uh, anticipating, believe it or not, fans in the stands to, to some limited degree come uh, playoff time, which would be September. Now, that would be completely unfair to the Long Island Ducks being shot down because if you could have fans in the stands, there. if you could have fans in the stands in New York City, then what was the logic by denying the Long Island Ducks to have fans, because that's the reason they canceled their season. No fans, no reason, no income. So it's going to be completely hypocritical if six fans are allowed to attend a Yankee or a Met postseason game this fall, while the Ducks yeah. were told, uh-uh, with a much less populated area. Man, we'll see. You can, who knows? Fans anywhere uh, will be in play, even the NFL. No one knows. Maybe, maybe the Mets and Yankees depends. get to have a playoff game at Duck Stadium. Maybe. We'll see. Rob's report, East End Report, sponsored by the East End Auto Spa. That's right. Their staff will ease your worries, all with a thorough uh, vehicle cleansing. And simply know the place in the Hamptons on the North Fork, westward, that will make your car shine inside and out, located just east of Baby Moon. 401 Montauk Highway, West Hampton Beach, the great East End Auto Spa, the great Rob DePure. You stay safe now. Yes, uh, you as well, Jay. We need you to uh, command the ship of the... Only local Suffolk County news and talk station. Uh, let's not forget Nassau as well. Okay. As well. Next time you screw that up, you're out. Be safe.